Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Schultz. We are closing out our draft pick series. Yes, it's been a couple months since the Seahawks draft, but we have gone pick by pick and listened in on each one of the draft calls, as well as their talks with local reporters. And we get to hear from John and Pete as well. And so we close it out with the final pick from the Seattle Seahawks, wide receiver Derek Young of Lenore Rhine. And while it is our last draft pick, it's also unfortunately our last time we're going to get a chance to listen in for this year to the draft room call. Hey, this is Coach Carroll. How, buddy? Hey, we, we are we you officially, you're officially back. You're in Congratulations. That's a fantastic yes, accomplishment. Thank you. I know you're fired up and you're proud and all that. You're coming to a fantastic club. I know uh, the visit that you had really solidified it for us, and we're, we're thrilled to get you. So congratulations to everybody, and, and uh, you know, pop on the board here just in a minute on TV. It's nice going. Despite the fact that he was drafted in the seventh round, Derek says he was expecting to hear his name called on draft day. Uh, I was confident that I would get drafted. Um, I felt like, you know, I was getting good feedback from teams and my agent, and uh, I had a I had a thirty visit with uh, Seattle, and I felt like it went it went perfectly. Uh, I feel like I, you know, impressed all the coaches and bonded with all the coaches that was there. So uh, Seattle just felt like the right fit when I was there, and I'm glad they took a shot on. Young also said that he had an especially good visit with the Seahawks. Uh, I thought it was great. You know, I loved everything about it. The coaches, the facilities, you know, even the workers. The workers were genuine, and uh, they seemed like they enjoyed, you know, being there and, you know, helping everybody out. So uh, I enjoyed everything. Sucked it all in. Now, for being honest, most of us have probably never heard of the school that Young went to. But here's why he chose it. Um, I wasn't heavily recruited out of high school, and um, I actually uh, broke my leg, like, entering my senior year, so I missed half my season. And uh, that was the school that showed the most interest in me, and I felt like that was the best fit for me at the time. So uh, I ended up, you know, committing there, and it it worked out 100%. At Lenore Ryan, Young got experience as both a wide receiver and a running back. The more you could do, the better. And uh, I feel like I'm definitely someone who could take handoffs and uh, help the team out if that's what they need me to do. And I definitely feel like I could be someone who runs routes and make plays down the field as well. So just being a guy that's versatile and that could do multiple things, I feel like that just brings more value to a, to a team, and I feel like that's what I bring. Let's check in with Seahawks general manager John Schneider as well as head coach Pete Carroll. Here were their comments on Young. Dariq is a, a guy that really showed up as a phenomenal tester in the spring uh, that brought you back to his, you know, the, the uh, fall at Lenore Ryan, so smaller school, and he's played in the wing tee, uh, and then they moved to a spread, so you can see him actually coming downhill, blocking people, and he's a physical guy. Uh, but the the uh, workout that he had for the scouts in the spring was 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 incredibly impressive. So, and he tested off off the charts. He's a you know six two and a half, two hundred twenty two pound guy. Yeah, amazing student too. He's a yeah, engineering major, academic and, background. And as we think back to that final day of the draft, we were all a bit surprised that the Seahawks did not take a quarterback. Here was some of the reasoning. It's hard. It's hard for rookies. Yeah. It's very hard on rookies to come in here and yeah. you have to have unique, unique qualities. We talked about it last night, right? So, sure. uh, or the night before, sorry, getting 
he's confused. Been here a lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, it just you know continuously throughout the draft, you know, we uh, it didn't it just didn't fall the right way um, for one reason or another, and uh, you know we just you know we've we've agreed to terms with somebody here uh, as a, as rookie free agents that we're really excited about. The unnamed quarterback that John Schneider was referencing there was quarterback Levi Lewis, who the Seahawks did sign as an undrafted free agent, but they waived him about a month ago in mid-May. So as excited as they were about him, it uh, it turned out that they were not that excited. That's going to do it for this show. Thanks to Wilson Kahn for helping to produce this episode. Follow him out on Twitter at Wilson underscore Kahn, C-O-N-N. And yes, there was Levi Lewis signed to the team for a short while. And there was also that short while this offseason where we thought that maybe Baker Mayfield could end up being a member of the Seattle Seahawks. That is not going to happen now that he has been traded to the Carolina Panthers. If you're looking for some reaction to that, you can tune into the Seahawkers podcast, seahawkerspodcast.com. The latest episode, it is a know your rival episode for the Arizona Cardinals, but uh, there is some discussion about Baker Mayfield and his trade to the Carolina Panthers, what that means for the Seahawks. Where do they go from here? I'm feeling like it is the Geno Smith and Drew Locke show because other than Mayfield, not a whole lot of options out there. So let's roll with these guys, see what they got for this year, and then see what the Seahawks can do in that 2023 draft. You can follow along up at fieldgoals.com. There is not a lot going on in the middle of July. But uh, it is arrest season as we see that Dwayne Brown, former Seahawks left tackle, arrested in Los Angeles for packing an unloaded weapon in his luggage. You can read about it up at fieldgoals.com. You can also see that former Seahawks head coach Mike Holmgren. He is a semifinalist for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It is about time he gets in. It's been too long. He deserves to be there. He should have been in already, but Maybe we will see him finally get in this year. So be sure and check that out. You can also check out Devin Siggy. He's got a look at three players who could lead the Seahawks in interceptions this season. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Take a look at the article, leave a comment, and we'll see if you're right this coming season. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure you are subscribed to the show, sbnation.com slash NFL podcasts. I'll be back. Let's see if we can come up with some topics here this coming week. If you got some ideas, shoot them over my way at Seahawkers Pod on Twitter. And until next time, go Hawks. <laughs>